Hello and welcome to my podcast. I'm Sage and I'm here to walk you through the many escapades of my life. I believe everyone has a story to share and that every story is worth telling, which is why I made this podcast. I want to thank you for listening and I hope you enjoy. Welcome to today's episode. Today's episode is inspired by one of my assignments for school in my social work uh, with the community and social institutions course. And the assignment was to develop a project proposal for your community for a need or a problem in the community that you could uh, display the goal and then talk about your implementation plan and how you would evaluate it and all kinds of stuff. It was like three written parts and an oral part. But I wanted to talk about it because I decided to talk about ending the stigma of mental health and mental illness. And I think this applies to every community and so I thought it would be a really good topic to bring to the podcast. So I'll kind of go through a bit of the parts in my assignment and then also talk about some things that we can do to work towards decreasing the stigma. I know it's going to be a while before it's ended. We've made a ton of progress from years and years ago, but there's still a lot more that we can do and a lot more that can be done. So... I had to identify the problem and I chose, I said the problem I wanted to address is the stigma of mental health struggles and mental illness and everybody has mental health, okay? Just as you have physical health, we all have mental health. Just a fact. The two are deeply connected, which I've stated before, your mental health affects your physical health and vice versa. And yet it's much easier for people to accept when somebody has something wrong with like their bone rather than their brain, right? And I think there is a need to normalize talking about mental health and understanding the struggles that everybody faces as well as understanding mental illnesses on a much deeper level because mental health and mental illness aren't the same. As I said, everyone has mental health, not everybody has mental illness. But I guarantee that somebody you know in your life does have mental illness. So it's important to know what they're going through and what they're experiencing to have a better understanding of how they live, where they're coming from, the things that they have difficulty with, and a whole variety of things. So I think people tend to use condescending words to describe someone who they don't view as quote normal whatever that means to them Uh, but as I said everyone has mental health and so many people deal with struggles especially I think it's gotten incredibly more common during uh, the COVID-19 pandemic this past year 
I would say this is like a high priority problem I said in my paper and it is just like an overall need that needs to be addressed and changed and better understood and awareness needs to be spread about it. So I think that it's important to understand the different common struggles and disorders that exist and how to help them and just how to help other people and all of that. And as I said, every community deals with this. There are definitely ways that we can be more aware of what we say and less judgmental and show respect and understanding towards others because you really never know what somebody is going through. A big part of this is not a lot of people talk about what they're going through and while although it's personal in some aspects, like I said, people have no problem talking about if they have a broken bone, they tell everybody. But if we start to open up more about our mental health struggles or our mental illnesses, disorders, whatever you struggle with, then it'll normalize it and people realize how many people around them actually struggle with things they might have or things that they don't, but they just really get their eyes open to mental illness is everywhere. And I really think it's, there's a goal to diminish negative talk and stop stigmatizing words and phrases that are commonly used. So also just like opening up conversations for mental health struggles so people don't feel alone or ashamed because shame is a huge thing revolving around uh, mental health struggles or mental illness and that's a lot of the reason why people don't talk about it they're afraid of what people say about them or what they'll think or that kind of thing so problems uh with this can be solved with a variety of different approaches and one of them is to educate ourselves and to educate others continuously no matter what job you have or don't have just everybody in general should really try to educate themselves more on these topics and educate others as you can um, within conversations or if you deal with a mental illness to talk to your friends and family about it obviously whenever you're comfortable and whatever level you're comfortable at but um I think we really need to speak up when people talk poorly or inaccurately about these issues and hold people accountable for when they do talk poorly or inaccurately because um there are so many words that are used that come to mind that I'll talk about later but um I also really think there needs to be a different approach and much more education in schools and jobs and pretty much every aspect of the community about these struggles and the different mental illnesses the proper language and what words not to use and to upgrade curriculums in schools and so on because I know when I was in school at least 
at any level, we did not really talk about this. I mean, it was maybe talked about briefly in, like, a psychology course or, like, in college, it was, like, a few paragraphs in a textbook. Like, I just, this is something that everybody deals with and nobody talks about it. And it should honestly be introduced to kids and especially I would say middle school and high school is a really prominent time to talk about these things because a lot of people feel alone. They don't know where to reach out and a lot of people don't even understand what they're able to go to their school counselors and school social workers for or if they even have them. I remember when I was in school I wasn't even really sure what they dealt with and I felt a lot of the time like oh my problems aren't big enough to reach out to the school uh school school social worker um and I really think that it needs to be like stated like they're here to help you with this and this and this and just there needs to be a really big change with that in my opinion it should be explained to all the students what mental health is, the common struggles that people go through, ways to prevent it, to combat it, to help it, um, self-care, all that kind of stuff, super important, coping mechanisms. Like, these are things that everybody needs in their life. It's much more valuable than learning, I don't know, you name it. <laughs> um, and so I think it's more important to make like I said, the counselors or social workers in the school more available and approachable and uh, more understood of what their job entails and that people can go seek help from them. So I also think there is a need to treat mental health as serious as physical health. There needs to be a spread of awareness of mental health and there needs to be resources and support for those who need it. So taking mental health as serious as physical health, one of the aspects of this is, let's say, like, you call into work and you're struggling with either your mental illness or just your mental health in general. People are so afraid to give the reason for why so if you have like a migraine it's easy to call in for that right but if you're like I had a panic attack and I can't work today that's much more harder and I can see how why and that's part of the thing that I think we should really work to end the stigma because these things happen to people, and you can't work after a panic attack. I mean, you can try, but I've had several, and I know that I'm completely exhausted and can't do anything. And that they completely drain the hell out of you. And I, I surely couldn't work after one, so I think jobs need to be more understanding of it and they need to have more knowledge about it they might not know what the fuck a panic attack even is 
Um, so that's one aspect of it. And then another thing is, uh, I really think there needs to be change. And I've become a lot more aware of my language and the words that I use. But things like calling somebody crazy, nuts, insane, calling things that. I think that needs to be addressed because this really kind of stigmatizes people who do have mental illness and who do struggle with mental health. And I really think we should combat using that language and shift it into something else because when you're saying, for example, they were acting crazy and they were just like really upset about something or they were yelling and angry, then you need to use they are angry and upset, not that they were crazy. Or like nuts and insane, that too. It really stigmatizes mental illness and mental health struggles and I really think we should be more aware of using those words and try to use different ones. Another part of ending the stigma of mental health is really people's like comfort levels with talking to others about it and also for reaching out for help. Like I mentioned calling in sick for mental days because those are absolutely needed sometimes. And those are just some of the other topics that are important for ending the stigma. And another important part of this topic is that mental health is on a continuum. So some days we're doing well with our mental health and other days are harder, just like on some days we don't physically feel well and other days we feel sick. So that's a really good analogy and puts like it into perspective because like saying you struggle with your mental health doesn't necessarily mean you have like let's say generalized anxiety disorder. Just because you're feeling depressed does not mean you have depression. Um, they're different but also you're like your mental health can be different, honestly, from the hour, uh, definitely from day to day. And that's something that should be normalized too because a lot of the time people can change from day to day and that's completely normal. So ending the stigmatization of mental health will clearly benefit like individuals, families, and the community. So overall quality of life will improve if we work towards ending the stigmatization of it. It's really important to, like I said, educate others and teach people how to speak up and about how to educate other people about it. And... My teacher mentioned something when I got my grade back, and she said that for a few professionals, they view that an increase in people seeking help for mental health 
or people that come back from the therapy after they've stopped as being a negative thing and I don't think so at all I think more people seeking help for mental health and going back into therapy after they stopped is incredible I think it's so amazing anytime anybody wants to work on their mental health and you can be fine for a few years few months and need to go back I mean like I said before our mental health is completely on a continuum things come up and stuff happens all the time that can change how you're dealing with it and if you're struggling more and I'm sorry my pigs are just extra loud and active today in the background oh my gosh (laughs) but I think that people asking for help is always a positive thing and it needs to be more of a thing. I think people are sometimes really scared to ask for help. They could have had a previous um, bad experience with one therapist, which is a whole nother topic. I mean, you really just might not connect with one and people's techniques are so different and you really honestly it sucks to have to keep like starting over and over with different therapists or counselors or social workers whoever you're talking to but it's really important to find somebody that you connect with and that can change after a while um if you feel like you're not benefiting enough from it and like I said that's a whole nother topic but it's okay to try other people because some people you don't like everybody that's just a fact like you don't connect with everyone and you really want to be able to connect with them on a level that'll work through your mental health journey so now I'm gonna read an article from or like summarize parts of the National Alliance of Mental Illness they have a whole page about ending the stigma and different ways to help fight it so like I mentioned before talking openly about mental health so I open up openly about my mental health struggles and my mental disorders on Instagram all the time and I've talked about how I have anxiety disorder and how I used to have depression Um, I've talked about a ton of things and I think that's a really big part of it and I created this podcast for this specific reason is because I wanted to talk openly about my mental health my journey what I've been through what I'm going through it's constantly changing from like week to week I give you guys updates on like stuff that comes up for me and like different like struggles with eating and stuff like that and I just think it's important to talk about this because I never talked about this with like anyone I mean I'll talk about how I had to go to a counselor starting in middle school because I was having stomach issues all the time which tells you like (laughs) they're connected never was understood I had tests and tests and tests and saw different doctors about why I was having stomach pains every day and 
I'm pretty sure it was because I was stressed as hell in school and had a terrible experience and never wanted to go to school and it was just like completely miserable for me and it completely makes sense now but mental health wasn't really talked about and um so that's just one of the things I'll I'll keep moving on but like I said educating yourself and others is also on here uh, educating people by sharing your personal story and your struggles and when you hear people make a rude remark about mental illness or anything on the subject to intervene and kindly express how that makes you feel and the need to stop and how it only adds to the stigma and you can even suggest like other words or like I said before like instead of if somebody calls somebody crazy, just be like, you don't mean that. Just please use that they were angry and or upset or frustrated or something like that. Which the next point on here is being conscious of your language and reminding people that their language matters. And <clears throat> don't use mental health conditions as adjectives. And most people, the website says, are willing to replace their usage of it if it's explained why their language is problematic. And I'm not going to lie, it's a tough habit to break. I use the word crazy all the time, and I just really reflected on how that's problematic uh, within this past year. And I've been working extremely hard to stop. I mean, even if you say it and you're like, oh shit, <laughs> I know I'm not supposed to use that, then acknowledge it and address it out loud to whomever you're talking to or if you're talking to yourself and just be like, I didn't mean that, I meant such and such. So I wanted to discuss some of the stigmatizing phrases to stop using that can be offensive or stigmatizing or hurtful or insensitive. So I found one article but I've also like from experience known that saying like I'm so OCD or that you're OCD when you really just are very organized or like particular it's not the same as having true obsessions and compulsive obsessions and compulsions or obsession compulsive disorder and it's not the same as being like especially tidy or something like that so another one is saying that you have ADD or ADHD when really you're just inattentive or easily distracted um it's understandable that there is like less uh, smaller attention spans today especially with such a constant moving and multitasking society that we live in today but it isn't the same as having these disorders so it can be insensitive to say that you have it when you just have a lack of focus or something because ADHD is much more complex and is an actual disorder. Another one is using the word psycho 
uh, when somebody is being erratic or has irrational behavior, it's far from being actually psychotic and it can be offensive. Another is saying like, oh, the weather's bipolar today. This is very insensitive to people that have bipolar disorder and it's representative in the experience and can minimize the conditions that people have. And I'm sure there are more, but those are the ones that I'm going to just put out there today. I think avoiding by trying not to use these to understand that these terms and phrases can cause shame to people and also mi misrepresent their reality and minimize experiences and it's kind of these things kind of feed into why they're misunderstood um, and just try to be mindful and empathetic towards how they're feeling because I'm sure it doesn't feel well when People just say it loosely in conversation out of context. Uh, the next way to fight stigma on here is encouraging equality between physical and mental illness, which I also talked about. Just like you wouldn't make fun of somebody with a heart disease or other physical health issues, diabetes and stuff like that, you shouldn't make fun of people for having mental illness or struggling with their mental health and showing compassion for those with mental illness. This can be done in a variety of different ways, but just a really big part of it is just valuing and respecting them and listening to them. I mean, if they're trying to tell you about it, just don't say, oh, it could be worse, or it'll be okay. I mean, it'll be okay is not terrible, but just validate their feelings and show them some compassion and say that you understand that it's hard for them and just really listen to what they have to say. And the next one on here is choosing empowerment over shame. Living an empowered life, owning your life, owning your story, refusing to tell others how to dictate how you view yourself or how you feel about yourself is a big one. Uh, be honest about treatment. So when I was seeing a therapist, I told everybody under the sun. I was not ashamed at all. I would say, oh yeah, my therapist said, or in therapy this week, like, you obviously don't need to share the details, but I think it's important to show people that, like, yeah, I go. And that normalizes it and makes people more comfortable with going to see one for themselves. And let me tell you one thing really quick. <laughs> I promise you, anybody, shall you find the right fit for you? can benefit from therapy and you don't need to have a mental illness or uh, be 
struggling with mental health in that moment because I'm sure there's a ton of stuff that you haven't dealt with yet. Uh, there's different like coping mechanisms and prevention techniques that you can use for even just, I mean, everybody gets stressed, right? So that's just another thing. You can always work on your relationship with yourself and growing and your relationships with others and communication and there's just so much that you can do in therapy. I mean, I swear to you, anybody can benefit from it. And if you haven't had that experience, I would suggest finding somebody that you connect with that does. And I also want to point out, I completely understand that not everybody can afford to see a counselor or therapist. Uh, I would say see if your school has one if you're in school um the rough thing about my school is I cannot see those counselors because they are licensed in Iowa and I live in Wisconsin because I go to Upper Iowa University online and um I also like can't afford therapy right now and I really know that I could benefit from it right now but I'll make a whole episode about how to deal with that in the meantime, not being able to afford it and some things that I can do to work on that. But uh, Moving on to other ways to fight the stigma is letting the media know when they're being stigmatizing. So if you're watching, like, something on tv or there's certain storylines or characters that have mental illness and it's wildly inaccurate or offensive inappropriate and they aren't addressing it um i would say you could try to get in contact with them or just like let other people know because they might be watching it and be like oh what the fuck like that's how somebody's gonna get treated if they have like bipolar disorder or something like that and just be like this is not accurate and you should seek help and it's okay to be feeling this way and stuff like that uh it says or even like on social media if they're making ignorant comments about mental health to write them back and fill them in and the last one on the website is not harboring self-stigma. So not having any stigmatization towards yourself, not hiding from anyone or anything in shame. And because there is an incredible amount, like, working through and facing your mental health struggles or your mental illness and fighting the stigma is it takes a lot of strength and it takes a lot of persistence and it's brave as hell I mean it's not easy at all in any form um but no matter what you do to contribute to like the mental health movement and ending the stigma it's gonna make a difference even just people knowing that they're not alone and it's not your fault and that 
is essentially what I got for this. I and I'll share that in my oral presentation the same way I'll end this podcast and let's end the stigma, let's normalize mental health and let's heal as a community. And that's all I got for today. I really hope that this helped in spreading awareness on how we can end the stigma and decrease it and what we can do ourselves and to contribute to this whether you have a mental illness or not you can work towards ending the stigma that revolves around mental illness and mental health so thanks for listening and I'll catch you guys in the next episode I hope you enjoyed today's episode if you liked it feel free to rate and review on the app subscribe if you want to catch new episodes as they're released I appreciate you tons bye